ask my children, I'm like, hey, do they teach you how credit works? No. Do they teach you how debt and income and the ratio between the two works? No. And then how the economy can affect that, right? So you see a lot of political activity happening on, on that side of the world. And it happens because people don't understand what's actually happening, right? So if you look at the, the economics um, and you look at this, this, you know, 400 families having 90% of the wealth in the, in the, in the world, that happens because every time a guy like me or you makes an investment, we want more than our initial investment back. So here's the big question. Have you ever been so financially frustrated from years of poor financial decisions only to wonder, why didn't they teach me in school anything about how to manage money? I've spent the last 20 years learning the secrets to how money really works and how to use it to get financially free on a goal to retire early. I've realized how much of an impact we could have on the world by teaching financial literacy, entrepreneurship, and a successful mindset. Join me as I interview some of the world's most successful business owners, coaches, and parents to get them to share their secrets on how you can not only learn, but teach these lessons to your kids to become financially free and impact your children's financial trajectory so they can avoid the frustration and go on to do great things. I'm Cody Laughlin, and this is the Money Talkers Podcast. Welcome back, Money Talkers. This is the High Impact Series. I just had an amazing talk with Greg Shepard. We did a full-size interview. We went through the boss system, the entrepreneurial operating system, um, the business business operating support system. Uh, we dove deep in there. Hopefully, we found some a great, great nuggets of uh, information there for you. So if you haven't listened to that, go do that as well. Uh, but this is the High Impact Series, eight to 10 minutes long. When you get done with this, we want you to be able to take your headphones off, take your earbuds out, and go have a money talk with your kids today. And so in that, if you did this for a year, you'd had 52 money talks to open up that relationship so that you can have these future talks with your kids that they know that they can come to you and that you guys are both money talkers. Greg, I wanna welcome you back to this part of the series. And you. Uh, are you ready for the big question? Sure. All right, so what is the one thing that you can teach about that you know that our schools don't that's had a major impact on your life? I think that the, I thought about this a lot, actually, when you asked the questions, I think that first of all, children need to understand credit mm. and debt. And most don't understand credit. Like they don't understand what affects your credit up and down or how debt works. Right. And then I think they have to look at their debt to income ratio is another thing, mm. right? So how their, their debt and their income and the ratio, the balance in between works. So I think that, you know, it's not taught in school. You know, I ask my children, I'm like, hey, do they teach you how credit works? No. Do they teach you how debt and income and the ratio between the two works? No. And then how the economy can affect that, right? So you see a lot of political activity happening on, on that side of the world. And it happens because people don't understand what's actually happening, right? So if you look at the, the economics, um, and you look at this, this, you know, 400 families having 90% of the wealth in the, in the, in the world that happens because every time a guy like me or you makes an investment, we want more than our initial investment back. And 
over time, it's inevitable that we would be in the scenario that we're in, right? Because those with money keep making more money because they make investments with, with the ex expectation of a greater return. So if you want to get out of the cycle of being on the downside of that, then you have to get on the cycle of being on the upside of that, which means that you have to understand how debt and credit work and how to take advantage of the arbitrage in between. So you can either borrow from the bank or be the bank, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, <clears throat> you know. Which you, one? And, and you know which one it's better to be, right? <laughs> right. I mean, you know, in some scenarios, you know, if the, if the uh, let's say you're buying a house, right? And the interest rate on a house is 4% interest, right? But the market's returning 10 or 5 or 7 or something like that consistently. It's most people will sit there and say, oh, pay off my house. Mm -hmm. And other people will say, wait a minute, if I take that money that I was going to pay off my house and put it into some investment, the return on that investment is going to be greater. So you make your money, you spend the money that your money makes mm -hmm. instead of the money that you made. Yeah. Right. In but my I portfolio, I have a variety of things like I have deeds, you know, it, it's, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. No. And the, the thing is, is that the concept of, um, you know, you can either earn your money, uh, you can have other people use leverage and have people help you build income faster in a business owner type of situation, or you can be uh, an investor where your money is making money at night and during the day and your money makes money, you know? And mm -hmm. so uh, I couldn't agree more with you on the credit side of things that uh, I've seen 10,000 plus credit reports in my life. Just I've been in finance for 20 years and the amount of people that could explain it to me is probably less than five. Mm -hmm. Right. And mm -hmm. It's, it's and you a, need it. It, it you're, it's going to affect your whole life. It's going to yeah. affect your interest rates. It's going to, you know, and, and people don't understand that. Like, so you go to buy a car, you're 18 years old. And, you know, if you go and your parents say, no, look, you're going to save up money for the next three months. And at that point, you know, uh, you're also going to have credit because you've had a credit card in your name for three years and you're a 700 credit score. And you're going to buy this car you're going to, here's what, here's the amount of car you can buy, first of all, because based on your income, this is what you can afford. Like you're talking income about that to income. Ratio, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and so, and then that kid goes out and that kid gets a, you know, a 5% interest rate on a car that he has now down payment on and he's going to throw a three-year loan as opposed to the kid who says, okay. And then parent walks him out and says, oh, we're going down to Jimmy's, you know, and uh, he'll, he, he's buy here, pay here. He doesn't even check anything. Don't worry about it. You're paying 24% on an interest rate. Like, over lifetime, we kind of talked about this in the beginning with like trajectory, right? So where the, what it doesn't, it's not so different. like in the beginning, but over time it becomes a huge differently outcome. Well, yeah. if you can, if you know how to manage your credit and to, uh, and, and watch debt to income, you're not going to get rich this month. But if you do that for 30 or 40 years, I guarantee you, you will be in a very different bracket by the time that time is up. Yeah. You know? One of the things that I did is, you know, you have to, as a parent, you just buy things for your kids, right? They want something, you buy them and you want to be able to do that. So I figured if I was going to have to buy something for my kids, I was going to put together a structure where they earned the money, even if it wasn't that hard to earn the money, just so they got the experience of making money, having the money, and then spending the money, that cycle, right? So I would tell them, go do yard work. You want a guitar, you want whatever, go do yard work, whatever, and then you'll you can save your money to buy what you want. So now they learn work ethic. They learn how to take instruction. They learn that they get paid for, for work that they put out. And they learn that if they save money, 
then they can get what they want. But if they borrow money, and I, I went through that cycle with them, I was like, okay, I'll loan you the money and then you can work it off. And I, and they, and they never wanted to work, right? Because they got what they needed. And so I, so I showed them, okay, well, I'm taking your guitar away from you now. Right. And then all of a sudden, oh, well then I'm going to work for it. And then that taught them, right? Yeah. This is how things actually work in economics. You, you actually know? understand if you really want something too, you know, that's one of the things of like, uh, one of the tips and tricks out there for people is delayed gratification. So if your kid learns early, like, Hey, I want a guitar. You know, it's like, okay, well, it's going to take you six weeks of work to get that thing. At the end of those six weeks, sometimes they're like, they've saved up the money for it. And they're like, I, I don't really want that. You know, it's like you, you realize you don't need some things, you know, because we think a lot of the, the leakage in family budgets is impulse purchases. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Big time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You want that now. It's romanticizing those things that, or, you know, Pinterest or, you know, what they're talking to on their friends. And then now they have to have this new thing and that new thing you throw away as a parent two weeks later. And you're like, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I'll tell you something too. So, uh, I had a Lowe's account. I have a Lowe's account cause I do house stuff. I do uh, real estate. And so, um, I had a, I always pay the balance off ahead of time as a trick for credit. Right. So that mm -hmm. I never pay interest on the money that I borrow. And, uh, I had a, the statement I forgot it was $2,400. They sent me a thing. It was like, your minimum payment is whatever it was, $31, you know? And it was like, how long will it take you to pay it off? It was like 18 years. It was going to cost $7,500 to buy my $2,500 yeah. worth of stuff. And so I used this. And when I talked to people, I'd say, why did you think they give you 5% off at the counter? Because you're, you're going to get your gratification of what you want, and you're going to become a payment buyer. And that's where your credit and your debt to income stuff is going to eventually yeah. bury you. Yeah. I mean, look at student loans. I mean, holy smokes. More than cars, more than credit card debt. Yeah. It's, you see these people that I used to have when I had businesses working for me and their student loans were like, you know, half their income. Yeah. And they were on a trajectory to pay it off over 10, 15 years, yeah. you know, and they had no idea what they were getting into when they did it. They don't tell you them. Know? No, they don't it's tell them. They it's were, predatory, it's predatory lending. Yeah. It's totally awful. Yeah. But and you know, anyway, it, that's a whole nother subject, right? <laughs> yeah. You want me to start on that? Well, there's the same amount of teachers. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. College is tripled in cost. Where's the money going? I don't know. You know yeah. what I mean? Guaranteed loans. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> so, um, so if what, what specifically, because you're, you're in, you know, a different stratosphere when you get into like, we're talking about business depth and those kinds of things, but it, to bring it into the house, what would you teach about credit? And what would you teach about debt to income ratios? I would teach just the basics. Like it's the, you know, you have to get your, yourself in the mind of the creditor, right? The creditor wants to know what the risk is. So, you know, the more you show you're trustworthy, the more risk they're willing to take on you. So you start out with a small credit card and then they give you more money and then, you know, but the credit people don't understand your personal situation after that application is filled out. So they'll keep raising your limit and allowing you to spend money that you don't have, even when it gets far past what they would have approved you for, right? Because they're like, oh, he's paying it off, you know, oh, she's, you know, got a good credit history, so on and so forth. So you have to draw your own lines. Mm -hmm. You can't say, oh, my limit's this, that means I can spend that. You have to say, my limit is this internally, and this is what I can spend. And you have to also realize that that money, once it's spent, is not your money. Mm -hmm. That's one of the biggest things, right? Is that people think, 
that they've got a new credit card and they have all this money to spend. No, no, no. You're borrowing that money. You have to pay that money back. So don't spend it like it's your money, right? Spend it like it's somebody else's money because it is somebody else's money. So that, that the balance of that I think is, is critical um, to, to young people, you know, cause they go into, into college and, you know, they're racking up these student loans and they're using the money to pay their rent and buy groceries and all this sort of thing. And, and then, you know, they get out of school and they realize that the degree they just got is going to earn them, you know, half as much as it costs to pay off the loan, you know, and now they're in a bad scenario, right? So I would say, you know, you, you borrow as little as possible, you know, personally, you know, cash, just if you can't afford it, don't buy it. Yeah. You know, use credit as an emergency, not as a way of living. Should be there as a backup plan. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, you know what, kind of hit the nail on the head there because my whole goal, and I joke about this is I don't want people to have, I want, I want to put Dave Ramsey out of business, <laughs> right? <laughs> At least on his get out of debt program. I, I love Dave Ramsey. I went through all this stuff. It worked out yeah. tremendously for me. Uh, I needed that. But, um, you know, if we can keep our kids from getting into the, the, the cycle and the hole, then what are they going to be able to go out and do? when they can make decisions on their life based from a power position of, I get to make the best decision, not what I have to do. Yeah. I think that that would change the world. I do too. I mean, you know, the, the, uh, a lot of the, the issue that with the wealth gap has to do with a lack of understanding of how both economics outside of your household and economics inside of your house household operate. Right. Uh, and the I, basics, yeah. The basics of the, the very basics, right? Money in, money out, right? It's that the balance of that and how and what things are, you know, within your circle of influence and what things are outside of your circle of influence, right? The rich get richer, the poor get poorer. And a lot of that comes from the information that you get regarding money, which is why we haven't standardized any of that in our schools. And so it keeps getting worse and worse. Right. Because they, if you yeah, if you're yeah, if you're it blows me away. We have social yeah. studies, but we don't have anything about financial management. Yeah. Nothing. I got a really nice cutting board that I made. If you're interested, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it's um, I think that that's probably the takeaway there is that um, you don't need to be a financial guru to go have the concept of don't spend more than you make and to have these conversations around credit 72 percent of gen x's uh, i mean gen z um in, a, in an experian uh, survey recently said that they want financial education yeah. i wasn't worried about that when i was 16. these kids have way more information so sit down find a site find a million of them on google on cnbc that talk about how credit works and if you don't know learn with them at the time because it's going to affect you too and so sit down, go over this, worry about it, uh, tell them how to calculate debt to income, tell them how to, how, to, how to figure out how to improve their credit scores. And imagine what you know a few percentage points difference over their life is going to be huge, huge money on the, ends, on the other side of it. And just being aware of it and having those talks is going gonna, is gonna to be, uh, you know, is where the major impact is going to come from because now you're open to talking to you about the money. Now you have the relationship. Yeah. So. There's a good video in closing. Uh, there's a good video uh, Dave, Ray Dalio has on the economy. That video is, you know, it's like two minutes 
and it explains the economy in a perfect way. And if you look at that video, you will understand how the, the general economy and your personal economy, how they operate. It's, it's very educational and Ray Dalio is just awesome. Awesome. Well, listen, guys, take the headphones off, take the earbuds out, go have a money talk with your kid, um, you know, be a money talker and open that door. Watch that Ray Dalio video because I, I like that guy a lot. He's, he's yeah. awesome. Um, and listen, uh, also, uh, if you want to find out more about Greg Shepard, uh, head to Gregory Shepard.com. Listen to our podcast interview. Uh, you will not regret it. Greg, thanks again so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to another episode of money talkers with me, your host, Cody Laughlin. If you found this episode helpful in your pursuit of financial dominance, it really helps if you make sure to leave a five-star rating and share it with your friends or family members who could use good financial information and entrepreneurial success tips. I invite you to join the Money Talkers Community Facebook group. Open Facebook and search for Money Talkers to join today. Follow us on Instagram at the Money Talkers for inspirational mindset posts, encouragement, and investing tips. And remember, the one thing you can do to change your kids financial future is to start talking about money with them because you are a money talker